you've got to change the narrative. As more media moves to biddable, there is no discount in an auction. Significant implications and concerns with many marketeers. Okay, very good to be back in London. Welcome back. Thank you, mate. Uh, so we're going to try and do a couple of media snacks while we've got mm -hmm. the chance to be together in front of the bookshelves again. Um, we're picking up actually from last week's episode. So yes. if you remember, last week we were talking about some research that we've been doing in partnership with the 4As, which is the trade body in the US mm -hmm. representing agencies. Uh, and so we'll link to that episode. You can have a look. We were asking agency executives, leaders of agencies in the US, to demonstrate or illustrate where the pain points of a typical media pitch are, yeah. okay? Uh, and that will give us and the broader industry insight to improve that process. The one thing we didn't talk about was money. Yes. Uh, a very important part, obviously, of a media pitch, given the amount of money that's at stake, you mm -hmm. know, hundreds and billions of dollars uh, in, a, in a big media pitch. Um, and that was highlighted in the research as a particular yeah. pain point for agencies in terms of distraction, amount of work they have to do, and actually particularly you know, the leadership, agency leadership focusing f far too much of their time, in their opinion, on yeah. the pricing and not being able to focus on the other stuff. So let's think about media pricing. What's going on with media pricing? Well, unfortunately still in this day, uh, too much of the influence of decision-making at the end of a media pitch is based on the commercial side of it. Yeah. So based on the agency's ability to guarantee price reductions. Yeah. And, and I mean, the reason for that is because it kind of falls in line with the legacy. Uh, pitching has always been time consuming and very expensive. Mm -hmm. And often the way that you measure the success of a pitch yeah. historically is by the, the amount of money that you can save by giving your business to one yeah. agency. It justifies. Justifies the, 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 the process, process yeah. right? But unfortunately, that doesn't take into account the dynamic of our media industry now. And, and, and that is, in many cases, a very prehistoric way of, of measuring media agency success. Yeah. The other problem that we've got is that the process by which the agencies are evaluated in terms of committing their prices yeah. hasn't evolved either. So that's the kind of the audit methodology. The audit methodology hasn't evolved either. So that not only causes pressure points for the agencies, as you've talked about, but also significant implications and concerns with many marketeers. Yeah, exactly right. So that in itself is a challenge. Yeah. And then we overlay on top of that the increasing amount of money that's going into now auction-based or biddable media environments, which is a good thing. Yeah. And despite all its kind of messes, and we've talked about that many times on Media Snack, you know, that will improve. Media being bought in a biddable way is a good thing, yeah. right? So we'll come back to that and talk more about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as more media moves to biddable, there is no discount in an auction, right? You pay for what you think something is worth. Mm -hmm. So if you're familiar with an, you know, an eBay or you've been to an auction, yeah. you don't at the end ask for a discount. It yeah. doesn't work like that. So the idea of obsessing about pricing and discount, particularly as more money goes to biddable, yeah. is distracting us from thinking, talking about media as a value and as a growth. Yes. Uh, and that's going to become hugely important in a, in a more biddable, auction-based trading place. It's not just digital media, all media. Absolutely. So what are the implications? Well, let's start, the implications for the agency, yeah. let's start with that, because they were the ones that obviously in this research flagged that as a pain point. Mm -hmm. the, the big principle is that the obsession on cost uh, means 
there's a risk that the agency obsesses about the buying before yep. they think about the planning. Yes. That's really the problem. Yes. And the reason that they're doing that, and this is fueled, I think, by some bad behaviour on the auditor side, which is because they, they believe that the marketer wants cheaper and cheaper pricing, the auditors are asking for more and more and more ever increasingly granular uh, commitments from the agency. Yes. Um, to cover lots and lots of different scenarios. That's why it's a huge drain of resource. Now, what happens in practice is that the agency has to then enforce a whole load of caveats yeah. into those guarantees. Um, and then that has implications, which I think you're going to probably talk about, which is the implications on the relationship. Uh, but the, but the, the risk for agencies is that it distracts them from doing really good planning work. Yes. Uh, and that's a risk for the marketer. Absolutely. Another, well, the biggest problem I think from the marketer, and we've seen it time and time again, they've just gone through a lengthy, rigorous, sometimes inspirational and motivational process. And then the first year of that agency relationship, which should be the honeymoon period, yeah. where everything is going smoothly, they spend the first eight to 10 months arguing yeah. about delivery of the pricing commitments that were made in the pitch process. Yeah. And then trying to unravel themselves from this myriad of caveats that yeah. have been placed in the pricing commitments in order to allow the agencies a little bit of wriggle room because the process itself was unclear and, and ambiguous. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and the, the, I mean, just think about to the agency again for a second in response to that is that uh, it incentive, the process at the moment incentivizes a media agency to provide, to prioritize pricing and discount. Yes. Whereas, really, the implication for the marketer should be that you have a media agency that's focused on value and growth. Yes. And that should be the obsession. Right, so what should marketers do? They have to change the narrative. Yes. At the moment, in so many organisations, media is still associated with price, savings, discounts, rebates, e-auctions. Yeah. As soon as you change the narrative internally, culturally change the narrative, from price to value, mm -hmm. then suddenly the discussion, the celebration of media internally changes. Yeah. So that's the first thing. And once you've done that, you're able to, to talk internally about the equilibrium between smart, strategic thinking and the delivery of competitive pricing. Not yeah. pricing that has fallen off a cliff, but competitive pricing, and we talk about the equilibrium. But in order to fulfill that delivery, get that traction internally, socialize it, yep. you've got to change the narrative. Yeah, indeed. I think one of the other things that a marketer, you know, and we advocate so strongly, marketers need to think about, think about it as separating lines of business. That's a phrase that we've used a lot uh, of the course of Media Snack and all yep. our work with advertisers. And what we mean by that is pay for planning, and pay for buying, yeah. like separate them out. When you, when you only pay an, a media agency for buying, then they're gonna obsess about buying. And when you set discount as a KPI, they're only gonna obsess about discount. Uh, we strongly advocate, you don't have to work with separate agencies for planning and buying, but pay typically a fee yeah. for the planning product and get that should be done first. Yes. And then the agency or an agency, should it be able to execute the buying in a way that the agency is not depend income dependent on that. Yeah. Uh, now this changes significantly in a biddable environment as well. Uh, should make it easier actually yes. because you'd be very clear based on your data analytics and insight the kind of media you want to buy, good strategy work, and then you go execute yeah. the buy in a non-discount environment, which Absolutely. is really good. Which is why when preparing for a, 
pitch, perhaps in the next 18 months, two or three years, it's about preparing for a biddable marketplace. Yeah. So reducing the influence of pricing as a significant component of decision making, yeah. but making sure that you've got the right components in place for the marketplace that you're going into. Exactly right. And that's a different set of KPIs. Yeah. So you know, if you're thinking about that right now, don't tie up an agency now for the next two or three years on you know, discounts on TV buying. Uh, think about what those different KPIs are. Uh, discount immediate is not a KPI. Yeah. Solution for growth or growth is a KPI. Mm-hmm. Okay, good week four. Accenture Interactive mm-hmm. and the management consultancies. Yeah. Uh, Accenture Interactive through Karmarama have yeah. just picked up the creative work for the supermarket Little. Yeah. Big, big high profile win for them. Little win. Uh, and so again, you know, the march of the management consultancies. Um, uh, also, it was a good week, I think, for Mark Reed. Uh, this week, he did his first analysts presentation. Yeah. Uh, he announced some significant kind of strategic imperatives for WPP, but that seemed to go down well. But he's obviously, uh, you know, he's going to take on the management consultancies. But at the moment, they're in the ascendancy. Yeah. Good. Bad week for. Bad week it was a bad week for. Let's call it bad week for marketing predictions or marketing profits, let's yeah. call them, and you may know who we're talking about. Uh, there's an excellent, really excellent piece written in the drum by Samuel Scott, um, who's one of the columnists there. And what he did, which is genius, he looked at all these different sources of prediction. You know, at like this time of year, yeah. everybody's kind of saying like thoughts for the year ahead. Uh, and he figured out, uh, we had kind of isolated some of these key predictions mm. and the ones that you could measure, whether they've been delivered or not. And then he scored them. And these are companies like, uh, Deloitte, some of the consultancy mm. businesses, uh, Gartner, Forrester, HubSpot, others, and people mm. like that. Uh, really interesting thing. He decided to discount the digital prophet Shingy, who really should have been able to predict this stuff, but uh, on the basis that all of his predictions were too vague and meaningless, <laughs> a bit brutal, yeah. uh, but fair enough. So he didn't even make, make the consideration set. Uh, uh, Professor Scott Galloway, uh, a hero of, of, somewhat a hero of Media Snack, um, came up top with 93% approval wow, rating, which is amazing. pretty amazing. Uh, I think the lowest, I have to look at my numbers, I think the lowest was Salesforce, right? Uh, with 13%. Um, but we'll link to that. It's a great piece of, of hard work by Samuel Scott and uh, worth reading. Okay, question of the week. Is price discount a KPI? Yes, no, whatever. Excellent, good. Uh, that's your media snack for this week. Please uh, click through to idcoms.com if you want to get any of the resources that we've talked about or for any help to give you the advantage. But that's it for this week. Thank you very much for watching. See you next time.